0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest show on earth, Broken But Glorious! Paul Hogan, Hollywood Hawks, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward!
1: Welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined by the Total Podcasting Package, Nick Davey. Good evening. <laughs> Free time wrestling author, Oliver Newman.
2: Good evening, everybody.
1: And the Grapple Arcade's Mark Fox.
2: Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good.
1: <laughs> how are you doing this evening, lads?
2: Nice one, alright, aye.
1: <laughs> Before we get into SummerSlam and stuff, um, Nick, Oliver, do you want to give us your quick thoughts on NXT TakeOver Toronto?
0: So I'll be very short and sweet. Um, I'd say I think for TakeOvers, did I enjoy it? Uh, did I enjoy it? Yes. Did um, I think it was a classic TakeOver. Am I dying to go back and watch it again? Absolutely not. Um, so it wasn't crap, but it wasn't classic, as I say. Um, so I thought the level of matches I thought were all fine, all good. But none of them that got me sort of majorly excited. I think I had ridiculously high expectations going into it because I think takeovers have really been that good. They've set the bar to a very, very high standard. So, as I say, I'm not doing, not, not slating the show in a way. Um, I just feel, well, obviously with high expectations, it didn't reach those level of expectations. And um, I feel this is probably the first time, I, I can't even remember the last time I'm actually going to say this. It might be the first time I actually thought the, the main show on the Sunday was better than the takeover from the Saturday night, which is the first time I've said that for, as I said, I don't know have a clue. When. But as I said, overall, a fair show. But yeah, so far from a classic, in my opinion. To, to keep it short and concise,
3: uh, it was great seeing Candice LeRae being Candice LeRae. Yes, uh yeah, definitely. That, that match was incredible yeah uh the, the one thing i took from your guys review is yeah completely agree it's one of the best um women's matches of the year definitely and that was the beginning of uh, a really great weekend for women's wrestling on uh SummerSlam in, uh SummerSlam included but we'll get to that um i i really enjoyed it probably more so than all three of you put together um I, I kinda get where you're coming from with the NXT women's title match. That was uh that kind of fell off. I, I was really looking forward to it and then there was a couple of like mistimings during the match and it kinda took you out a bit so um that that was the only disappointing thing I think on the show. It Take great? team time yeah the tag team title match was fantastic yep uh, e- even more so than i expected it to be in all honesty yep. surprised the street profits didn't lose but i guess they're just gonna have them like guest hosting on raw or whatever, which is so uh, you know they're charismatic guys so it makes sense but um yeah i, I thought they'd be getting the call up um Triple Threat match was, was fantastic as well. Loved Roderick Strong's pain train, I think it was called, on um, commentary by Mauro Ranallo. Um He was fantastic as well, uh, considering some of the issues he's had uh, as of late. He did a really great job. I uh, loved the, the mid-show brawl between uh, Riddle and Dane. I thought that was really cool. I uh, wasn't expecting that. Any, as many matches I'm missing out as five Man, what do you think yeah. of the main event <laughs> is it just the main event yes. Um ok with this I desperately want them to turn it round into an athletic contest to get the Man match that we're desperately you know craving I don't know how they're going to do that but what it got me thinking after the main event before I talk about the match in general is this could be the feud um before I found out that stuff later, that went the whole year. I thought they, I think that they can do so many different stipulations and go uh, from um, was it NXT New York where this started, if I'm correct. I think they could probably do. Yeah. They could probably do a year of different stipulations, but what I found out afterwards, I'm guessing that's not going to be a case. Um, the match itself uh fantastic in terms of gargano giving up the fall because he was like humiliated by what adam cole did on the uh bay, bay celebration tour um to hit him with the chair to go into the street Like uh regal you know having his stipulation was like the the asylum match that dean ambrose and chris jericho were a part of that was that was pretty cool as well but like i said when it's all said and done, I really wanted them to get back to a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man match kind of thing. And I don't see that happening. Um, but I, obviously we desperately wanted it to happen. And then from the video that I saw post-match, Regal came out and shook Johnny Gargano's hand. Yeah. And everyone was chanting, thank you, Johnny. So is that him going up yeah. to the main roster Sounds properly? Lazy.
2: I think an interesting thing just that me and Chris touched upon on the last one and I think it kind of falls into a couple of points you've made there Oliver is that it seems it they gone going through a bit of a transition at the moment we, with Smackdown about to launch its new home etc etc uh, mm-hmm. in terms of maybe the lie of the land for the rosters in general because the, the biggest issue I had with this weekend or that particular night was wrestlers who you thought were on the main roster but are on NXT still holding belts, that kind yeah. of stuff, especially with profits. Um, so for me personally, it, I'm, I'm hoping it's not like a long term thing where they just have people messing around on every on every show, unless. Mm-hmm. They, 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 unless they become very clear about the fact that that's what they're doing and, and it's a third brand and not a feeder brand. They've, kind of, they've hinted at it, but they haven't out and out said it. They don't address it like they do with the other brands on the main shows. They don't really address NXT at all. So if they start doing that, then I'm all for sharing talent. But it's just kind of a bit confusing at the moment, whether they well,
0: are I or think, not. Well, I said this before on a show that I think, because I think we were explain about so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so can drop down after Tyler Breeze dropped down. I he was think on the pre-show. Powerful.
2: He was on the pre-show. You know what yeah, I mean? He hasn't even he's I, dropped down and dropped down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's just careful how they manage it. I mean, mm-hmm. let's say you don't want to keep bringing up talent willy-nilly, but in that token, you don't want to send talent down sort of willy-nilly. Yeah. So I think it's just about finding, getting sure. I think we're having Heyman and Bishop now, that they won't just call people up unless they've got a proper story in mind for them of how they're going to introduce them with yeah. the street profits. I'm guessing the plan was they were probably going to keep them on Obviously on board, but with the success of uh, I guess of Gallows and Anson it's quite a stock division that they are going to keep them having them as back in backstage segments and then when they're ready then they'll bring them in some more wrestling capacity and you can slowly do it. But as I say I that's the interest Sorry, mate, carry on. No, I was just gonna say I mean uh the only time I think I've ever enjoyed a champion when it's absolutely special I'm not a fan of NXT champions being on the main roster at all, I think the only time I enjoyed it uh, was Kevin when Owens. Kevin Owens dated, but I think that was just a one off wasn't it when Owens because yeah. Yeah, no no one expected it, it was completely out of the blue it was obviously answering a, a John Cena open challenge which was the best thing about 2015 because it was, it was a dark time in WWE um, <laughs> I think that, that was just great but yeah they have to be careful of how how They do it, and I, and I think the uh, is if they can just do it so. And I'm a big fan as well of when someone like Gargano they do do like Regal coming out and having their hands shaken the send off from the crowd. It's like a nice touch, it reminds me a bit of yeah. um at progress. That's what Jim usually does, Jim Smallman um, does to the talent when he knows they're obviously not going to be around for any longer on the that's indie true. scene
2: that's what they're doing to him now funnily enough <laughs> yeah exactly they irony, but
0: I oh, don't no, well, I think that's just not, it could be that was just the first promotion but it could be any, yeah, 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 yeah. like any so. UK based company or any indie based company around the world it um, is it's a nice it,
2: touch and I love that I love Regal's just general his position within NXT and I, I want to see a bit more of him in general personally I do want to see a bit more of him but not doing anything more than what he does I like the yeah. fact that he's just there to, to call it as it is like a legitimate Jack Tunney <laughs>
0: yeah and he's, not a, he's not a heel or a, um, for a it's just, he's just he's just an official yeah it, yeah exactly I think that's how they should do it I think that's what they should do on the main roster uh, instead of having fucking Shane McMahon showing up every week yeah, excuse yeah. my French Uh yeah that's a we could be here all night if we get in the down that dude <laughs>
3: Yeah, so and he... quick, quickly, just saying about the NXT title, uh, NXT Women's Top, sorry, because it's come to me while you guys were discussing other things. Mia um, Yim took out uh, Baszler's you know, compadres and yeah. then went and lost the match. Um, and yeah. that, that wasn't the right thing to do. And I think now, I don't know who's going to take it, but that title needs to change hands
2: yeah. sooner rather than later. I, I don't think that, that... Well, actually, you know what it is. I don't mind Shayna holding on to the title, but they just need to get back to where she was in terms of her character. I really enjoyed her as the ruthless bully, and now yeah, she's... Fine. Because she was legitimate and she was hard as nails and you didn't want to mess with her, um, and, she, and as, as I said, completely legitimate, whereas now she's got two lackeys who aren't really worth the salt if I'm going to be completely honest in my yeah, opinion absolutely. they don't offer anything at all in fact they downgrade it a bit mm-hmm. um, and having them in it just looks like she's a sort of a sneaky sly kind of heel rather than the legitimate a badass that we know that she is that was a much better character because it was original and it, and it and it fitted the bill because of who she is and how good she is so by all means keep the belt on it, but only if we are seeing the Shayna from six months ago. Well said. Personally. let her let, it, let, it, let it drop the, exactly then let her let it drop it soon and maybe maybe as I was saying on the last one, maybe around the rumble time, because there's not really anybody to drop it to at the moment and I don't wanna I don't think the belt needs to be involved in that in that new feud that we saw between uh, Candice and um, and uh, Shirai. I think that I wanna see that that could be the next year long feud, as far as I'm concerned, because if that was the first proper match from them two falling out and and Shirai turning heel, I think we're going to be in for a, a treat yeah, going definitely. forward. I don't think Absolutely. the belt needs to be part of that,
3: so yeah. I'd love the belt to be part of it, though, in all honesty. It could we're, be. We're, it
2: doesn't need it yet for me. I just think it would overshadow but the whole thing a bit. Maybe. In the maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, have Shane and maybe progress or pr- promote or whatever you want to call it, maybe around Rumble time. So it's only a, it's only two or three months away, realistically uh-huh. in wrestling speaking. In terms of
0: in terms of events that are left, yeah. I'd have the women in. Um, I'd have the women do the. Um, uh, is it still War Games in November? Because I'd have the I'd have the women actually do the first ever women's match in wow. War Games. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, yeah. man. I think yeah. The war Game, game. three. Um, to say the three Stooges. But that's not the right term. <laughs> 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 have her plays for Shane, have to. Uh, her backup and then versus you could just do three women you could do um, it is three on three isn't it or is it four and four it, it can be anything can't it well you could even yeah. do I, three and add, you know, I, I was right. thinking about having if Gargano hadn't been
3: called up Gargano versus Cole in war games just them two right okay
2: yeah it could potentially be that I think it's just I think that, that I think that point. that cage match was the kind of I think if they went they went so big in terms of having the cage match the whole um, post, yeah I is. don't think you can really top that like I don't think a war games would necessarily like would seem that much more of an impact after that that particular match that they've just had at yeah. the moment I think the women concept is a very interesting one the only problem I've got is that both for me both the women's and the tag division in NXT at the moment is pretty depleted. Um, yes, you've got some quality acts in there, as we've mentioned tonight, but there's not many of them. So once you pull pulled Baszler out of there and she gets promoted, in my opinion, you've got two out-and-out quality female wrestlers uh, in there being... Um, been Shirai and uh, Candice and then you've got a group of not quite there yet but you know we'll get there eventually wrestlers and then but that's a small pot you're already talking about four or five would you put Bianca Belair in that then Mark not yet no I don't think she's done enough to be to be anywhere near that she maybe hasn't been given enough of a chance to show that but from what I've seen over the last few months um not yet, no, she doesn't stand out, and maybe it's because she's not gripping enough for the character, she hasn't done enough yet to stand out, as I say, in terms of booking, I but <coughs> no, nah, not yet, she's still, like, she's 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 an opener as far as I'm concerned for a show, if that, at pre- present, at present. So we'd like a women's three-on-three uh, three to, to be there, but we can't kind of come up with her exactly, to be in the yeah. That's the thing. I think, I think, um, well, th- this is the other thing, though. Don't forget, there are still other wrestlers who are in NXT UK that could potentially make the jump if yeah, they I, want I, them I'll, to. I'd have Kay- that Kay- Kaylee Ray. Perfectly.
1: Have Kaylee Ray beats Tony Storm. And then Tony Storm yeah. move over to. Yeah, NXT. but Tony Storm. Yeah, up. Yeah, I,
2: I'd do that in a crack. In a crack. Yeah. And likewise, what we were talking about with the tag division side of things as well. Bring up the rest of Pete Dunne's posse, you know what I mean? Have the um, yeah, have uh, I'll have, have the, Yeah, whatever they want
0: to be known well, as. Be, I think Trent, Trent's not gone full time. It's only Pete and Tyler are the only two UK guys that are, are full time in WWE, aren't they? I think everyone else well, is.
2: Pull the other one in. Pull them in and do something where because I think that, that's 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 the next logical move yeah, for I'm me not, I'm not I'm for a not era. Here. I
0: just don't think they. I don't. I, don't know. I just do don't seem to be. Put in the trigger and whether it's an age because they're maybe concerned about the age difference because Trent's a lot, a lot older than Pete and Tyler. I don't know but it just seems a bit weird they've only done Pete and Sarah,
2: yeah. isn't it? but the way things are going with contracts I know this is for another discussion sorry Chris <laughs> but um, the way things are going with contracts in the whole announcement recently about not being able to compete on other specific shows if you've got any form of, of WWE uh, NXT contract um, that news has just come out that you're not allowed to appear on other on other programs. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to be interesting to see what they start doing. They might manipulate contracts left, right, and centre just to get their own way, you know, and and sort For of sure. utilise it. I would be. They'd probably still pull them up. They'd probably still push them if, if it meant they could have a good program between those guys and um, and and Ira, because I think that would be a, the three on three with them, and then call being in some form of obviously. You know, world title related thing, probably with the returning Champa. That would be the obvious one for me. Like, Champa coming back, going with Cole not due back for a while, though, is he?
0: It's true, it's true. true.
2: But then you can have just Cole strutting around being. you know, top top dog being like just just a, an oddhead. Do <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He just have to be in and out now. Match every week. He can just walk around and strut on his stuff. Brock Lesnar wrestled five times. You know what I mean? Like it's uh... the celebration tour has been
3: fantastic to watch. In all honesty. Yeah, yeah, done right. Stuff.
1: Hello, this is the mayor of Shop City, Gino Ramsey, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. <laughs> Right, before, before we discuss SummerSlam, I just want to say that we have a partnership with Wrestling and Resurgence, a great promotion coming out of Leicester. We interviewed the promo- um, producer, Sam West, earlier this year. Uh, amazing guy. Really fun guy to talk to. On the 31st of August, they've got a show which has amazing double main events where Resurgence champion Gene Money is against Chris Brooks. Yeah,
0: sounds awesome. Brendan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rodgers is going to be there
1: apparently as well. Sorry.
0: Brendan Rodgers is going to be watching as well apparently in the crowd. Is he? <laughs> and oh, Jamie and Jamie Vardy's going to be throwing an after party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they also have a Iron Women's match between Kanji and Shirley Evans. We'll be interviewing Kanji this week. Um head of the events.
2: Yeah. She's a great talent. Great talent. She
1: is considering she's only only been wrestling about two and a half years, I think. Or train even training. I think. Yeah. So
2: yeah. two or three times potentially up in um, in uh, Newcastle. Pro for Defiance, she's great. Yeah.
1: Spot on. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to her tomorrow. So, and you can get 15% off research and merchandise and tickets for upcoming events by using the promo code Broken15. And the link to the store will be in the description below the interview. Last night, Pro Wrestling Chaos announced that they're taking the decision to stop shows in, after February next year. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely gutted about Chaos um, I've not been to one of the live events, but I've got three or four of the DVDs, they're a great promotion and uh, the co-owner, Dave Mercy was the first wrestler to ever agree to come on our show so I've always had an affinity with the promotion, um, Mark, mm-hmm. they've been great for Grapple Arcade, you must be gutted about this as well
2: Yeah, yeah, I am actually um, When I, my very very first debut event with Grapple Arcade in the bar that we had at the time was going to be a it was just a basically an all out and out wrestling wrestling night where we just had loads of a few games set up we're going to play some wrestling on a screen we obviously couldn't get the the wwe network contracts at that point in time we weren't we weren't associated or anything so i wrote to over i think it was about 25 26 different promotions in the uk saying this is what the plan is we plan to do a regular thing we'd love to create a little form like a little bond partnership i'm hoping to get x amount of people into my events every month would you be willing to like let us use some of your footage that you've got. Can we use some of your recorded footage? Um, whether you're on like a on on a site, or whether you've got your own sort of you know your own site, which which broadcasts it, whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, and out of those twenty five, only three companies re- responded to me at the time. Wow. Uh, one of them was Chaos, who just said, "Yeah, absolutely, may I go for it." And you know, at that point, I was like, "Thank you, you utter legends. legends." Um, so we did, and we 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 used a couple of early day shows that they, they they sent me on i can't even remember what it was now but i think they sent me on, on, on some kind of dropbox at the time
4: yeah <laughs> but
2: either way yeah but it was just great to, great to show that at the time and there was a lot of people watching in the bar watch, watching the event unfold and i was very grateful and then we've all kept in touch briefly since then we've always had a bit, of, a bit of a chat and always had other plans for bits and bobs to do but yeah if it wasn't for those guys in the first couple of events that i had would have arguably wouldn't have had you know been half of what they were. we have had a few games on and that would have been that. We had two massive cinema screens in the bar showing showing chaos wrestling. So yeah, um nice, really, really nice guys and I watched the video, the farewell, the long goodbye video. Yeah. And completely understand, completely get it. I mean on a much, much, much minuscule smaller version of that. I've hit the wall a couple of times myself with Grapple Arcade where I was speaking to you about this, Chris, where I kind of, I, clo- I closed the doors in it for the entirety of like a weekend. Yeah. Or <laughs> something yeah. like that. And, uh, and I had to have a bit of a, a massive brain fart, basically. And I was like, you know, it took a month for me to just sort of think, you know what it is? I need to get back into this. Because as soon as I announced it, then I realized people like it. You know, yeah, people definitely. do want, want, want it to continue. As I said, to a much smaller degree. So I can imagine there's a hell of a lot of talent who wrestle for those guys and a hell of a lot of fans who love the promotion that will be devastated by this, but I completely get where the where the owners are, where, where all three other guys are coming from, because um, it's a very very tough decision. And as they said themselves, it's it's not a, a spur of the moment thing. It's been planned since pre December, like Christmas time, yeah, where I've they were heard. wondering what they should do and how to do it and. You know, best of luck to them, and you know we'll see what happens in the future. And good luck to every single member of the roster involved. But it's a massive shame because, as we've discussed previously, it's not the first um, promotion in the last month or so to close its doors, especially a significant promotion as well.
1: Yeah. So, so after. Progress Wrestling, Corona, Jim and recently announced he's leaving the promotion in December and then defiance the to closing their doors recently. The phrase, Brit rest is dead, was thrown around on social media. and some, so, some fa- No,
0: that's absolutely... No, no, no. Some fans were blaming no,
1: WWE's decision to not allow NXT contracted wrestlers to appear on non-WWE streaming services. So they can appear on the shows, but they has to be in dark matches. So, um,
0: no, it's it's it, it's rubbish. I mean, like just yeah. I mean, obviously, with, with Jim's leading progress, it's not even connected. Jim's obviously going and spend the things W W N X T U K UK to become the writer. Yeah, he's at what forty years of age now, forty one. He's done an incredible job, progress, and I think he's hit the nail on the head. He needs to think about his family. He's got a little boy. I'm sure him and his him and his partner will be hoping to have another kid and a family. He has to put family first. Over, and I think the same with all, these, all the NXT guys. Like, um, obviously, and Dennis made a good point. He has to stop wrestling on the indie scene because he wants to keep living his dream to be a, a superstar on yeah. WWE NXT UK. Um, but no, there's, there's so many young talent coming through as well. The, the, the circle's always keep spinning. Um, and no, I, I completely disagree. I don't think it's... I mean, this would be a great... Obviously, podcast to do, do a whole podcast on this this debate, um, but no, I 100 don't don't I completely disagree that British wrestling is
2: dead. It's going to it's going to impact several promotions, but only those specific several. It's not going to have a wave across the entire thing. Um, anybody that was relying specifically on those those names to bring a crowd in, arguably, it could have an impact. And I think a couple of them have made the decisions based on. Potentially based on that kind of thing,
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, not solely, but it will have added to the mix, you know, whereas other promotions that we've discussed, so your likes of Resurgence, your likes of North up in Newcastle, um, they're not going to be as affected by it. No, um, definitely not. And yeah, it, it'll be annoying for them, especially since, you know, they do rely on some of that footage to be used on, on, the, on the on-demand services, but the reality is, you know, just... It's easy for me to say, but just book cleverly. If you're going to book a guy yeah. who's part of that show to bring a crowd in, don't use that match on the on-demand service. Um, yeah. Don't just cut the match out and, and move on from match, there. You know, the but it's just, you just need to work around it, um, but it it, it it doesn't need to be the death of Britress.
0: I mean, that's just hyperbole, clickbait, isn't it? I think you just hit on the head, book correctly, be sensible how you do it, and and again, it's all about building good connections and with, well, obviously, with Superior, because it's obviously not just straight filter filtered down from Triple H straight down to, uh, obviously, the Hindi guys there. They don't speak directly to um, Triple H. So there will be, obviously, a UK guys that are the filter. It's just building up good connections and, as I say, and almost... Yeah, I think you've hit the head on the head really about just booking your booking your your cleverly. And I think that's what local company Riptide do extremely well. Yeah, of how how well they how well they book everything and how they stream and how they advertise. So, and I think Riptide. You get, sorry. S- sorry, no. Carry on, mate. Carry on. Sorry, I was just going to say it's just all about being clever and getting a general fan base who are going to stick through, through you and being honest as well with your fan base. As well, I think I think definitely it's very crucial.
2: Well, Riptide do something incredibly well, as far as I'm concerned, and from what I've been led to believe, uh, along with the likes of North and a few of other companies. Um, and I'm sure, you know, the same said throughout. We've got in terms of working together. Now we've we've heard over the years, you know, that there's a lot of bullshit politics within wrestling, especially in, including all of the smaller indie companies where they don't want people to work on other shows. Um, you know, there's attitudes towards the promotions that work in a similar vicinity, in a similar area, that kind of stuff, I mean, yeah, of course as It's just business, that's what business is. You wanna outdo the other companies and prosper. There's no, it's, it's, it's understandable why you would do that. But I think what we've seen a lot more of, at least from my point of view, over the last few years, is a lot of companies pulling together and working together yeah, to get the right bookings to yeah, share talents to get it? things working and Absolutely. Riptide and North have done that so so well uh, we've had North guy Riptide guys up here a few times and I think vice versa potentially but this it, it, it seems to work out you see that you see a certain name who you see in your city and you see them at several other companies and you think oh that's great they're getting around and then you see another name it said similar other companies and you think okay there's obviously some like there's, there's a people have got a bond here in terms of the bookers and the promoters that work they're working together so, yeah. so when, i think what, that needs to happen a lot more on a bigger scale going forward to combat uh, the negatives from the NXT uk contract situation i think if that happened more we'd be in a a good place going forward. It'd be a, bit, a bit territory-ish.
1: <laughs> yeah, when so. I inter- when I interviewed Dave Mercy, he did say that compared to what it was when it started, it's a lot better these days because promoters will get together, they'll bring in an overseas guy, they'll all exactly. for the flights for the hotel, yeah, so it's just so and then they can all use them. So yeah, it's all about connections and yeah, keep keeping everybody Definitely. good. But
2: that's the way it should be. It's the way it should be, and it's the Absolutely. way that, you know, it's where the fans, the the, the fans. Uh, know that it's going on they know that so and so's wrestling there and if you, if they find out that they're the promoter of their their beloved you know wrestling promotion in their area is being a dick to other people then the kind of, they would take to the internet these days and let yeah. them know that it's not on <laughs> yeah. like, you know um, so people you know for their own prosperity but also to save face if nothing else you would do that because it's the right thing to do and it's, it's, it's good for business for everybody especially when you've got um the Titan that is WWE NXT UK coming in and, and with contract stipulations and what, whatever else that they're doing, work together than they are. So, I I think it's I think we're all right.
1: Look over the last few years with Chris lost, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bates, Pot, Marty Skill, Zack Saber Junior, Will Osprey, all moved on, and we're still producing some of the best wrestlers in the world. Just look at progress. They're running the Natural yeah. Progression series in yeah. September. It's Enti- entire entire card dedicated to up and coming
0: wrestlers. And I didn't even realize OJMO. He only had his first match in progress two weeks, uh, like last month, when I was at the show. Yeah. And he already he's headlined, He's had matches against Pack for God's sake, um, mm-hmm. other shows. So I think there's just so many. We've got so many talent, and there's so many in schools as well. That's increased as well. You've got mm-hmm. guys working tirelessly to train. Even I've had a in training, which says it all. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I <laughs> get that. <laughs> well, I
0: was in the same one as um, I was in the same one as OJMO. Wow. Um, he was just miles ahead of everyone, but again, so that's another story.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, the only way British wrestling is going to die is if we, the British wrestling fans, let it die. So, so, so. That's well, it.
0: So. simple as that.
2: Simple as oh, that. We we love we love a. We love a Pretend crisis though don't we in the UK <laughs> you know, we're so used to just being fed bollocks all the time in terms of clickbait well everywhere is but we love we love a good pandemic um, over here we, we, we love it so it's just something to, to moan and gripe about and it's something for the likes of us and other podcasts to talk about it's something it's just it's just spin on a situation that really deep down it's it's a company that we we've always known that we're going to be Capable of this, and I think when they first came over, we 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 all thought that that's the kind of thing that they were doing anyway. NXT UK when Hmm. it first branched out, we thought, well, you know, when when it first started, we all thought, all right, that's the end of British wrestling; it's gone now. It's going to take over everything, and then it didn't. And then this is just an extra situation where, yeah, it can be seen as a bit, you know, a bit petty, but it's not. The, the they own the rights to certain characters; they're a company and they don't want those things they don't want money to be made additionally on top of a gate i mean they could turn around and say you're not wrestling for anybody else but yeah. they haven't they haven't done that they've said okay well these are the rules you can wrestle for other companies but they have to be willing to have a doctor on site or whatever they want to be classed yeah that's it. it yeah
0: which makes sense because um, yeah we don't, don't want to be losing money on an sort of investment Exactly. Well, Riptide rip Ginny, she jumped off the top rope and then landed awkwardly on the floor, at the ankle, and then got out to the back. So, yeah. Match. So, yeah. yeah I, think I think
1: there's a rule where they can't face like Impact guys or Ring of Honor guys or
0: Yeah. Know, well, again, or
1: New you Japan can kind or of or...
2: understand that, but I mean, the more that WWE UK from a fans point of view I think this is what we need we need to keep perspective of right from a fans point of view I'm not, I'm not a promoter I'm not a booker for a for a promotion in the UK so Realistically, I can and should only really be looking at it from a fans point of view mm-hmm. And that is that they have come over and they're putting on NXT UK They have also got working relationships with several really good quality independent companies now where they're actually broadcasting them on their network so as a fan i can still go to the shows and see the wrestlers i want to see and i can still tune in and see them on the internet or on a network mm-hmm. so i'm not actually losing out as a fan it's just that you know we're worried that it's going to close companies and reality is it's not like i don't think it is anywhere if you if you were fully relying on big name people to bring in then that was the, that was the issue of the promotion booking them because then you know different to to a promotion that was purely uh, relying on big-name imports back when that was a big thing to do in the early mid-2000s you yeah. know if that's if that's your only business model is to rely on the big names to sell tickets at the door then it says to me that well you don't have much of a storyline going on them because you're not gonna be bringing them every week no um, so I, I think it's a great opportunity for promotions to get the to sharpen the teeth get their heads into the game of writing and booking, uh, which a lot of them already do really well, Um, and to give people a chance who live round the doors, live in the area um, or wherever else in the UK that aren't affiliated with WWE because there's bloody plenty of wrestlers out there still to put a great show on with.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so if you go to a local show, support the talent, buy a T-shirt, but retweet their stuff.
0: Shit. Just not the nxt uk guys no. <laughs> Sh- they stuff Probably on Facebook. wouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> they yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to ring up. have to ring up wwe first.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, support companies like Riptide and Brighton, and uh, North and Newcastle, Grand Pro, and uh, Future Shock in Manchester, Resurgence in Leicester, and got them um, TNT, Faint Spirits, of Wrestle Island on Merseyside, the Worldcom Wrestling Association. And All
2: fantastic. Of, yeah. All fantastic.
1: And plenty around Midlands, of aren't there, Oliver?
3: Yeah, Pro Wrestling Subjective in the Midlands. Uh, UKWA was one I've been to recently. I uh, just want to make three quick points. Collaboration is more important than competition. So as long as companies and promoters collaborate between each other, there won't be any issues. It's when it turns into something more that there's usually issues on the British wrestling scene. You could... Still say you know person X is going to be at a show, promote them heavily, and have them in a dark match before the show just for the crowd, and yeah. you could make you make money off that. So that's not a huge thing for me. And my third point is yeah, just like you guys are saying, that if you don't
2: want British wrestling to die, you just go to the shows. Simple as that. Simple that's, as that. That's really is. True. It really is as simple as that. Um, we're we're already planning a, a great night out up here on in September, um, middle of September for North's next show, which is looking to I, be I love North. pretty yeah. pretty yeah. good. Oh, North are great, and they're a, they're a lovely company, and there's a, a really really top bloke involved of running and running that company. Andrew, Andy Bowers yeah. of um, yeah. got a lovely relationship with that chap, and he's he's a, he's a good lad, and he's. He's helped grapple Arcade out a lot. And we've we've tried to reciprocate with the events that we put on for him as well. And you know you know I'm not going to turn that into a love fest <laughs> episode right now. But point being, there's a lot of there's a lot of promotions out there who are looking for the love of the fans. They will they will do what's right for the fans, and they're, they're good people as well that are involved in them. You know, long not long gone are the days of. But I think you'll you'll there's a lot less out and out complete carnies than there were if that makes sense like you know not everybody's out to screw somebody over to get to get to make the quick book no these days, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work the, these, days. The, these days they're more tactful <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and the, I mean I think the companies who do rely on these bigger names time will show that they will start doing the new generation in you just need to Absolutely. give them a chance to shine and give them a good storyline, and the fans love it. Yeah, so, so. and we're British; well, we love we love new things. A couple of beauties so.
2: join us soon, haven't we? A couple of beauties join us soon on the next on a chat in the next couple of weeks, haven't we, Chris? Yes. In the sense of uh, Shreddy and Benji, oh,
1: we're, um, we're two brilliant wrestlers.
2: Uh, honestly, man, I well. Shred, both, both of which have uh, had a spell it and Defiant as well so if neither of you lads have got much of an awareness, uh, Oliver and Nick, of, of, of Shreddy and, and Benji Shreddy's the out-and-out out small underdog dude yes. who's also um, one of his personas is uh, that of a, of a uh, he's in a Tory stable <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it's great, uh, and the other one Shreddy um, is Funny basically so. he, is, he, he basically He's like uh, a really excited British bulldog. <laughs> he's, he's massive. He's absolutely massive, uh, and he's one of the nicest, funniest lads I've ever met in my life. Um, but yeah, man. When he was at Defiant though, no, I think the fans saw some uh, some interesting variations of Shreddy at, at, at North recently as well, where yeah. he's he's not not as nice as he once was. No. We shall uh, uh, anyway, was the, the
1: assistant to the assistant, wasn't he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, so It's, uh, it's going
2: to be it's going to be a good good crack with those two lads, and we'll we'll have a bit of chat about uh, what's happening with British wrestling from their perspective as well. I think that'll yeah, be good to have a chat with them about.
1: Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be really fun. Attention, passengers. This is your
3: captain, Tommy Kyle, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. <laughs>
1: Oliver do you want to promote your books before we discuss
3: SummerSlam Uh, uh, A Fan's Perspective One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling is kind of what you guys have been chatting about for the last 10 minutes about British Wrestling Um, A Fan's Perspective 2016 What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE covers 2016's pay-per-view, Smackdown Live, Raw NXT Takeovers and the Network Specials uh, a Fans Perspective, How My Lifelong Dream Became a Nightmare, covers WrestleMania 24, Meeting My Childhood Hero, Brett Hitman Hart, and Fancy Booking Paul London to the main event, uh, as well as looking at the evolution of women's wrestling, and they're all available on paperback and Kindle, uh, paperback signed, A uh on your local Amazon as well, uh, in store at Pro Wrestling Cartel in Birmingham City
1: Centre and on Kindle on Amazon and on Kindle Unlimited Limited for free SummerSlam was some, um, Sunday nice biggest talking point coming out of it I think is The Fiend
3: absolutely
1: yeah, yeah absolutely should we just talk about I think before we could probably do 20 minutes on his entrance it was so good <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> was uh, well I think we've said it on the show well, I think every podcast every wrestling fan is everyone knows since WrestleMania this has been the best thing since Wrestlemania would well, you uh, use him Fire...
1: despairingly so we wouldn't see him again until like Survivor
0: Series well that's the thing I mean since I mean, I've mean i said since Wrestlemania with the Firefly Funhouse segment yeah. I was hoping they would keep it going all the way up until December just one because I was enjoying them too much but just, just number two because you're just waiting for WWE to wreck it and absolutely cock it up um, since I'd, he's come on i
1: I'd will say I'd, I'd have the f- f- fun, Firefly Funhouse but they already have a new puppet who's Finn <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I just think the whole I love the way they've kept the Firefly House going since he's come onto the main roster, been yeah. brilliant. I could not fault their book in one bit, which is something I never thought I'd say. Their booking has been excellent, the way they've kept it as the theme, uh, him attacking wrestlers, willy-nilly have been great, absolutely great. And the way they've kept the Firefly Funhouse going on with his character there. It just absolutely followed us. It's brilliant. It's been the best thing about WWE since WrestleMania, I don't know largely because the product itself has not been great, um, but it's been the best thing since WrestleMania. Um, it, it's almost kind of kept me actually not flicking off it altogether because of just wanting to watch the segments of love of Unhouse. True. And then to actually pull it off, they've got to SummerSlam, I was hoping for more of a squash match, if I'm honest, but I'm still happy, I am st- i can't fault it, basically, because uh, it, it, it wasn't, they haven't cocked it up, that's the main thing, hmm. I would still, Done it maybe a minute less. I'd have still squashed him, um, but because only I, mean, I just don't think Balor is one of the wrestlers you don't have to worry about because I think he's his all his stocks are very high enough in WWE. He's gone away for a couple I'll of say, months he, lo- now. He, lo- he
1: looked like he was already on holiday. <laughs> when he's to- exactly.
0: He's. I did like to be fair. His facial expressions were great. I thought throughout. With him I, looking, I think, grim, yeah, and looking
1: him look in all white, just it was a great contrast against the brazen darkness. so
3: yeah, I don't, I don't think he
0: should have been wearing all white though after that entrance. <laughs> and I thought the fans, the fans were great as well. for thought um, during this because they had a fairly meh show up until this point. I thought um, so, uh, and especially as it followed the what I thought was the worst match of the night between Kofi and Orton I think um, uh, I think they were great. The Wari chants were brilliant. It, they really got behind it after the match the chance of that was awesome great they've got this at such a great level but like I said, so I, think it was said to Oliver, I don't know if I said it on air or I might it off air but I think it was certainly to Oliver I think it was when we did the show a couple of weeks ago uh it's just like watching your football team play. you just whilst you're loving every second, you're also just waiting for something to go drastically wrong, <laughs> uh, yeah. sort of thing. And this is how I generally feel about White because I think they've done such a great job, especially as this was a the character they've they've completely completely made a mess out of over since he debuted on the main roster. They've completely wrecked all credibility he had. The way they brought it back as well is just so impressive. So, yeah, I want to
2: make two quick points, and then I'll, then, I'll, then Oliver can got go to a town on it about uh, Wyatt for me the one bit I'm worried about to pick up one of Nick said theres while it's in my mind is um I worry that what we're gonna see is when Bala returns we're gonna see the demon versus uh, Wyatt and the demon Bala will end up being victorious because he has because well because it's fucking the demon nonsense isn't it um, that is a worry. Me, that, 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 that's my concern but I can just see WWE's booking st- Doing that because I don't trust them not to do that, um, and I'm desperate that it doesn't happen. So um,
1: it would make more and sense oh, I'll tell you what, get... though,
2: I'm, I'm happy for them to do the demon thing, providing that why it's victorious. No, Maybe no, that, no, that then the becomes damage. the end of the demon nonsense. We don't have to put up with it anymore because it is bollocks <laughs> on 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 Balor as a character. I think it doesn't it'd make be interesting sense if
1: the demons start helping the fiend, but but Finn is in the OC. I was like, well, it's not me.
2: It doesn't like, <laughs> work anymore from
0: <laughs> California. <laughs>
2: um, and the other <laughs> thing is that um, that I know that WWE have now dubbed out all of the head stuff on their YouTube replays of um, of, of 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 Bray Wyatt and his intro. So oh, they've already he started. The head lamp taking it out because apparently it's too scary or some nonsense no. um, yeah so hopefully that's only because of the whole tv 14 kind of stuff and hopefully it's just because of like which means that we're only ever going to see that ahead at pay-per-views because that's yeah that's, yes, so but which is fine as long as they definitely still use it i saw a brilliant meme and it just says he's got his old head in his hands <laughs> his <old head." laughs> i thought it was mid <laughs> but um per yeah
0: I was just going to quickly say on that, what I'd do is simply to put it in the bud, on TV, on Raw and SmackDowns, only have him do what he's been doing, attack people as the theme, then get out of the ring and done but then if he's going to speak, only do it through the
2: Firefly, have fun, have some videos. Yes, that's all they need to do. I, I, only I, have him. Know. only have him at pay-per-views. Like, why not? Why not do so? Only have him at pay-per-views and then do his weird sort of Firefly skits in yeah. between and an occasional Absolutely. attack. And that, that's it. That's literally all you need that's to do with
0: him. That's all them. I need to do. So I can
2: agree more. Sorry, I just had to say that. Yeah. No,
1: you bang on. Right, what, what did you think of the remastering of his theme? I thought it was amazing.
2: That
3: was genius. Yeah.
1: Because you, you can still do the Firefly on your phone thing. Um, it's by a band called Code Orange. I've heard that Corey Taylor from Slipknot was involved in the making of it as well. Um, yeah, I heard that as well. I thought, I thought really the constant, re- yeah, the constant repeating of "Hurt, heel, Hurt, Heel made the f- throughout the song made the feel mega intense. Um,
2: I couldn't I understand kidding. what it was saying. I thought it was saying "kill Bala, kill." Balor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: know why. I love the way it they include the Firefly Funhouse at the start as <clears> well. <throat> we're really glad that you're our oh, friends. <laughs> and this but the thing is, though, um, my brother went to um, that whole line as well. That whole little song that's so over in itself. Apparently, at London. um this year I didn't go to the Raw or SmackDown in London this year. But apparently, when, as soon as that came on, everyone was obviously kind of enjoying the show. When that came on, everyone all the got to their feet and was just locked at staring at the screen because <laughs> um, I think that's just how, how it's so over. But no, it's um, it was all just great. Can't it was sub- it, slightly. it was
2: sublime. It's the best uh, weird freakazoid character debut that I've seen since Kane's debut at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that's best. It's the best. Like, yeah. oh my god, what are we in for here? This, oh my god, oh my god. It was. I couldn't. It was difficult to get out of the trance of staring at it and thinking. This is an interesting take. <laughs> or where? You know, Chris, you've got a kid um, Was he scared? He said. As he said. He
1: calls him scary. Grey and normal, but he was, he was well, the bro,
0: If I was a little boy, I was afraid I would actually be petrified. It's <laughs> an amazing I be, mask. I, I would be really scared. <laughs> it, it, it makes me. It terrifies me a bit. Some of these firefly like, hunt house segments. And I'm twenty. I'm a twenty-five-year-old man. Even I'm getting a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit scary. It's I'm watching the lion the dog. Oliver, did, did you know as much
2: about the? um the change in his attack because it's something I picked up on I thought his attack was a lot more vicious yeah. on purpose yeah. his flying is almost like his E-Honda-esque headbutts that he was doing yeah, that, was like, yeah, uh, that was
3: that was insane that was a really cool move um, yeah. the, the only thing I picked up on this that I didn't like but it's kind of happened with the mandible claw before when Foley was doing it I, d- I prefer them to pass out or tap out than get carried out Um yeah. Yeah. In, in terms of what Nick said about Balor and stuff, I think it all worked amazingly well to be honest. I want Balor to fight back and be over um powered um you know, in, in terms of Bray then, then winning the match and stuff. I think that worked quite well. Brilliant entrance. <laughs> really good use of him, uh of of Bray Wyatt. Um, like Mark said, if you're gonna use the demons, Wyatt wins. Um and then the really interesting thing, because this was crazy, is in my book, the uh, the 2016 book, um, Styles, Gallows, Anderson ran into Finn Balor backstage in 2016. Yes, right. Yeah. And that's the,
0: that's the exact Series. same thing. Oh, no, no. Summerslam. Summerslam. SummerSlam yeah. Uh, you the exact step, same yeah, show. F- Finn did two of yeah. the
1: camera when he came into I the don't. ring. That's I know
3: my stuff Nick um, <laughs> he, I, on the exact same show before the show they you know they, uh, they're running into each other but that is that's what needs to happen there loses the demon and then join
2: the
1: OC yep has to yeah as I say if we go back to his moveset and his movements of the fiend he's very different to Bray he's more of a brawler you mentioned the head buff, so I thought that was really cool um, the head snap mm-hmm. like it was like Jason did to teenagers in the 80s it was like a just to yeah. break their neck, and I thought the mandible call to, to knock out to pin was pretty cool. Um, the free, these additions. Even and these uh, free...
3: Impact Wrestling's uh, Ethan Page commenting on the uh, necks
1: now. Yeah, I thought that was, that was so good. So. <laughs> so, who do you think is going to be The Fiend's next victim? So who Would you move on to? Oh,
0: too early for a title push, isn't it? Uh, for a second. Roman. A second. Um, I'll do the Miz. The Miz, maybe.
1: I was thinking Matt Hardy because it kind of fits in with the getting rid of Bray's no, past. No, no, I do, no! i will not to
0: see that feud again. It, no,
3: I'm going to have nine no interest better that now. I didn't want to see a Balor feud again, but. They managed to pull it off this time.
2: Do you maybe go down a route of him doing maybe even somebody like Braun, seeing as Braun was part of his stable? Gets
0: Braun back into the limelight again. Um, Too soon for Braun, just my general opinion. I think it's too soon for Braun. What's Braun doing at the moment? He could could take out
1: Harper, Rerwin, and Brian next, maybe. Because they're all part of his past as well.
3: Yeah. Who's who's not doing it? Go after Roman. He's the one that drove the car at him. Yeah, it, and wouldn't, you, and make, it wouldn't make sense, but no, it'd be funny.
4: I, I
1: think it'd be more weird than that.
0: I know it would be. If you guys been serious, you might as well. I'm scared you guys are going to be doing the right and for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's Brian that's been doing Roman. In all honesty, I would do um, the Miz is my next opponent for for Brian. The Miz, or just someone on that on that level of talent, so the Miz, Ali. Ricochet, Ricochet, even just someone on that level, Rey right? Mysterio. So I'll do someone on Who that would you... sort of level. Yeah,
2: Mysterio oh, I'll, I'll, would be a good bit. Are we assuming obviously it's going to be a face then that they're going to go for? Because it's know. kind of one of those characters that it's already over. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: And it's like it's it's, it's one of those ones gotta that it's got to be the mark, you know, It has be to be. Oh, I want it to be. It's if just whoever's going to be after a good guy. That's if not have...
0: going
3: to work. And that's it.
2: it. It has to be a good. You have to go after a good guy, but whoever that good guy is has to have enough steed that the fans aren't going to turn on them straight away in the match. Yeah. If you put them against a, if you put against an average face, then the fans are just going to shit all over that face in the match. And it's do you know what I mean? You need somebody who's got a. If you do them against Roman, are they going to start booing Roman again? We're going to go back down that track again. You know. Um, I you think think the get, who, who, who can you put against him that isn't going to get? I think, I think Miz is a good shout because I think people are just so used to him being a heel in the past anyway that you can use Miz when he when he's faced Miz because people just it people have longed people long long to cheer Miz and people long to boo him they, they love him as anything so they're not do you know, he's one of
0: those. He'd like, he's in no harm of losers. I think that's with the same with yeah. Mysterio. Their, yeah, their right. reputation's not going to get damaged. Maybe Ali's probably not the right one because you
3: kind of need him to get a bit more. Yeah, like,
0: I
2: don't want it like to be level. him. I want I'd, him to go against Kazuki uh, Nakamura for the title. I don't want to cut yeah, anybody's I mean, legs off. Basically, I think if you put them against if you put against anybody who's who's not quite there yet, who's not quite over over yet, then I worry that we, we'd cut the legs off a bit just because I think that the fans would start wanting why it's to destroy people yes. in a facey kind of way, you know what I mean? Like, a, like when Braun was destroying heels or we're, oh, faces or whatever, people loved it because they just wanted to see it happen. So then you've got to be careful with who you put them against because is just ending it. So maybe just have them clear out. Mysterio is a good shout, I think. Mysterio is a great shout. Mysterio is a good shout. Even people like... You, you riders of the world and people like that just, just haven't go through all the. Oh, und- I, I don't
0: think I, I don't sh- think you should go drop down that far from Baden to the border. Well, no, no,
2: no, fair enough, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. God, I don't even know.
0: Maybe back in, <laughs> maybe back in 2011. Yeah, no, no, fair point. Yeah. Um, In 2011, you could have had him crash the um, what was that YouTube show he you used to do, the Long Island eyes. <laughs> the little, little Long Island True Story. You could have had him crash that sucker. You know, him and. Um, well, he's and
2: doing it. He does a massive action figure one. You know That's these brilliant. days? He's, he's doing a massive action brilliant. figure he does podcast. podcast. Yeah. Do I you get, you could, could, maybe yeah. even I tell you what? Why not the other remaining members of the New Day? Ooh. And then he, then he could go on the whole computer game thing with um. Just David David and
0: and every Yeah. Well.
2: There's a reason. Yeah, there's a background reason at least. But if he went in there and destroyed both of them, and like was like just attacking both of them randomly, then it's like it's that next level stuff so where we he's taking out a tag team who aren't really doing much.
0: Yeah.
2: While Coffee's on his big sort of plateau at the moment. I don't know. It's hard because I want him to knack people, but I, I want him to knack the right people.
0: Yeah, definitely. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, well, we'll continue our SummerSlam discussion in yeah. there. I just want to mention that we've launched our website. W- um, com, where you can not only find our podcast, and interviews, but also the latest news from WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, MLW, Progress and the rest of the British scene. Some of the latest bits we've got on the site, we've uh, got the announcement from Pro Wrestling Chaos closing, the video from that, Um, Hulk Hogan discussing his conflict with Bob Backlund in the 80s, and details of MLW's partnership with Mexico's The Crash promotion, So check Mm. it out, go over to brokenbloglorious.com I've got loads of new articles going up all the time
0: My name is Isaiah Quinn and I am the guiding light and
1: you are listening to Broken But Glorious Your thoughts on the show as a whole?
3: I think Lorcan should have been Gulak first of all Um, that's that's one I would have changed uh, loved Edge coming out and spearing Elias Yeah,
4: that I, I thought, I
1: thought this was the best use of legends for, for a long time I think yeah, Edge Goldberg and um, Trish Stratus all did really well on, of what they had to yeah. do yeah
3: so. uh, Trish Stratus was so good that if she was open to it I'd pull her back on the main roster
1: I thought she was a bit um, ropey piece to begin with but qu- quickly got She's just bumping like a boss by the end of it, I thought.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think she thought she seemed she seemed cold at first, if you know what I mean. Like she hadn't, you could tell she hadn't been in the ring for a bit, but pulled it back around really quickly. So I yeah. agree with both of you okay. definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. Just uh, like I said, it's a
3: banner weekend for women's wrestling. Yeah. Um, apart from the NXT Women's Total match, uh, they, I love the submission match. I thought the uh, the SmackDown Women's Title match was good as well, and was astounded by the quality of Charlotte versus Trish. In the end, I thought that was a fantastic match. Well, I, my takeaway from the show was how good the women's wrestling was on it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say up, up until these last two matches, I thought the show was pretty a bit mad, a bit like yeah, NXT so, TakeOver so. in a way, where I wasn't distraught, but I was just not like I was I just wasn't basically as into the show as I, I've been for other shows I was just it was just okay and good I thought up until the last two uh, did enjoy the KO Shane match bit. I thought it was the perfect length of match it didn't go over on um, I like, I like and,
1: that Shane got battered
0: I like exactly <laughs> I think it, it, exactly how it should have been uh, I like the way they had all the near misses like the near countouts I thought that was all done well I thought Elias actually played his part well and then um, I just thought, yeah, brilliant end to it. I hope it's the end of, of Shang on TV for a while now. And maybe hope, If they want to give him an even bigger beat down on Raw Smackdown, fine by me. Just get him off the TV for a while. <laughs> um, but I thought that was great. KO just looked um, genuine. Not quite sure what he said on the mic, though, but um, is he going to be in a bit of trouble? Because he, he appeared to be shouting. It looked to me like that when he was walking off at the end. He was shouting something like Vince or over in the production truck. Oh, I so, a bit of a dig. it looked like... Um, but, uh, yeah, but oh, I thought, um, no, I, uh, that was the only sort of match I kind not enjoy. I thought the women's matches were all fine, but obviously all of us already touched on uh, the women's matches, but they were all fine. Um, I thought the Kofi Water match was crap, but I'm trying to keep the positive feel going. Um, but, no, for the main event, no, absolutely excellent. Yes, I think it goes far as to say it's Brock's best match for um, for a long, long time. His best uh, it
1: was Brian. It was probably his last but good match, wasn't it? last
0: survivors. Yeah. Good shout. Great, oh, great shout. Yeah, Ballard was okay, but Brian was definitely better. Um, and to be fair, this match, when it got to the. After Bray White, I was like, well, I'm done with this because this <laughs> match, the main event's going to be boring. Well, the thing was, the main event, it reminded me a bit of Reigns Brock, where I was going into it going, right, well, who do I want to win? Well, I don't want Seth to win because his title run was just crap. And I don't want Brock to win because then the title, we're not going to see the title for a while. So it was one of those ones where I was really. Couldn't really care less who won. So I was like, they're both in the nicest way possible. They're both going to depress me. Who wins? Wow, how long was I? The match was brilliant. They've actually changed me from that opinion before to actually getting so invested into the match. I was so interested. It was just brilliant. Uh, it was an absolute brilliant match. Um, I thought from start to finish, it really just had to feel almost like the feel. Most of the Cena Punk match I thought back in 2013, it, it was excellent. Seth played the babyface role. Absolutely brilliant, and he actually got me really believing him again. Uh, because as I said, I thought his title run was absolutely diabolical. If I'm honest, um whether well, that's I I do booking on him himself, but I'm actually quite believed now in this next title run. He's been he's been given a second chance, and he's almost taking it with both hands. Some of his stuff in this was great, but Brock as well was uh, was absolutely fantastic. Um, and the final well, touch, What Hayman's facial expressions were absolutely <laughs> excellent. Um, the one when he was picking him up by the, um, uh, by the... by the, by the protection on the ribs, the... Uh, his face, spinning and, them around. It was <laughs> fantastic. It was like, you know, when you sort of... I don't know, you know when you've had about 10 pints and you, you sort of stare at, like I don't know, it just, this could just be me, when you've had about 10 pints and you stare at like a ridiculously fit girl was it, it was just like that at the thought and he was uh, picking up, uh, and <laughs> he was picking up Seth. It's probably not the best of, um, uh, maybe not the best of examples to use there. <laughs> um, but I thought Heyman really had a value to had this. But, and there seemed to be a genuine pop at the end when Seth won as well. Um, as I say, it, the second run, I would like, say, the good thing is it can't be as bad as his run up to when Brock cashed in. So um are not expecting Cor- so, um,
1: Seth Corbin 5? No, nine,
0: do not even. Don't, don't jinx that. it, Nick. No. <laughs> no they'll probably go and feed him. They'll probably give him, like, yeah, they'll probably go and say, right, it's, uh, yeah, you're going to get Baron Corbin and uh, Lacey Evans now on <laughs> another double ten. This time it'll be two out of three calls. <laughs> Um But no, um, <laughs> as I say, it's giving me renewed hope with Seth due to this and this is one match that completely as I say all that negative I had at the start I was blown out the window by a fantastic main event really impressed with both guys and I think again it proves that you may dislike the bloke certainly all the Twitter does because they gave me um, they obviously I mentioned before how much I loved uh, Twitter's meltdown when he won the money in the bank and cashed in Yeah, oh, Brock is a star Brock <laughs> is an absolute star the main two
2: things I'm going to say briefly what? is that It didn't feel like a SummerSlam No it didn't Um, And I think that's WWE's Miss miss Booking of things It didn't feel like One of the major Four pay-per-views At all Um, It didn't sell The pay-per-view As what it should be Mainly because They're too busy Selling the crap Pay-per-views um, as as gimmicks, whether it's in different countries or whatever it is. They're selling the B-Shows and the C-Shore pay-per-views. They're getting over the gimmick of the pay-per-view and they're not caring about what's actually on the show. Whereas with this one, it was very much a case of, it didn't feel like a SummerSlam. It could have been any pay-per-view at all as far as I'm concerned. It didn't feel like SummerSlam. Um, but the wrestling quality was much higher than expected. Yeah. And the, the, the performance was much better than expected. That maybe goes to tell you everything. If they don't, if they were, if they're trying to push as writers the pay per view as a show and and the the gimmick of what the pay per view is, then maybe they're not spending enough time on the actual in ring stuff, which goes to show when you see Crown Jewel and the likes.
1: Yeah, definitely. So
2: um, they. So- yeah, that's so that's my take on it anyway, I think um, But what they should be doing with the top four Is pushing both the pay-per-view and the In-ring thing, and it's clear that they can't Do both, and that's that's been the issue for A long time now, apart from Rumble's Rumble, by far, is the best pay-per-view That they put on year in, year out yeah, definitely. Without a shadow of a doubt, and Purely because it's got the gimmick of what the pay-per-view is. It's already there. They don't need to push it any more than that because everybody knows that Rumble is an amazing gimmick for what it is. Uh, And the the wrestling that you see in it is usually really, really good quality. So generally speaking, it's memorable. Um, I'm going to be coming away from this SummerSlam pay-per-view with several really positive um, memories of it, which is very unlike a WWE pay-per-view for me. (laughs) So I'm happy
1: Cool. To be honest, I spent the whole show waiting for the fiend, so I had little to no interest in the rest of the card. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I hope you enjoyed our this show. And um, we have a partnership with powerslam.tv TV, where you can get a month's free access to over 100. Oh, it's gone up to 145 promotions. Yeah, in 20 yeah, man, smashing it. You can be 1,000 hours of content, including the podcast favourites, Riptide and North wrestling. Plus. Progress, Evolve, PWX, Shine and dozens of others. Use the promo code BROKEN3. Um, next week we have Steve Jackson returning. We're going to be counted down the top 10 OH Tag Champions. We have plenty of interviews in the current weeks. As I've mentioned, we've got Kanji and we've got RJ from Ringside Rant. If you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter at BBGWpod and check out our website BROKENBACLORIOUS.COM Good, Good night.
3: Good night. Good night. Good night everyone.